Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that the Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. Several weeks ago, following the Easter season, we began to talk about the post-resurrection appearances of the Lord Jesus. And it took us into the book of Acts, and we spoke about the proclamation of the resurrection, and then the propagation of the gospel being our responsibility, upon whom the end of these times have come. We, I suggested to you that the book of Acts is a, a calling card for us to continue all that Jesus began to do and teach, and that the Acts of the Apostles was a launching pad for our current activity. And so I'd like to return to the idea of the propagation of the gospel of Christ. And as I thought about this, I thought about my own Christian experience of several decades ago when I came to put my trust in Jesus Christ as a teenager. And there was a band of young men who were taught that our job now is to lead others to Jesus Christ. The medium I'm using, radio, is not as effective today as is several other platforms. And I don't know how many young people I'm reaching on this broadcast or on the podcast through which you hear it or on the website from which you're hearing it. But my appeal to you today is join the band. And I'm gearing my remarks at that one or two or one dozen or twenty or however many identify as young people. That's where my focus is today. That's where my main message is directed. The movement of Jesus Christ on earth and his disciples was a movement primarily of young people, young adults. Jesus was young. Jesus, by today's standards, died young. But we know that he's alive, and he's part and parcel of the Christian message for today. And mine is not a sermon today. It's an appeal to people, young people, young adults, who may hear this. And if you're one of those who listens to this, and you have access to Facebook or whatever the other mediums are that you engage, may I suggest to you that you pass this on to another young person, young adult, teenager, and of course those of you and those of us who regardless of the actual age we are still think young. I remember we formed this band of soul winners and we made a pact at one season that a day wouldn't pass without our sharing our faith with somebody else. There are religious movements today outside the Christian world who do that. 
And there are some in the Christian world who do that. And what I am really simply suggesting is as you, whoever you are, wherever you are, you be prepared to start a movement of daily witness for Jesus Christ. Let's begin a witnessing band. What if, what if you could be the leader in your community, the leader in your workplace, the leader in your academic environment, the leader in your home, to be a daily witness for Jesus Christ. And somebody says to me, oddly how, oddly how. Well, back then, when I was young and committed to the ministry of evangelism, I wasn't a preacher. We got good, sound gospel tracts, handed them out even where we couldn't speak a word. And in some instances, it opened doors. In many instances, they were rejected. And that's going to be the same today. My question to you is, is Jesus worth the rejection for you? While we think about that question, let me invite you to join me in a word of prayer, because I really believe that this the time has come for a movement of believing Christians. And I want to qualify what I mean by Christians. I don't mean people who are nationally or nominally or traditionally labeled Christians. I'm talking about people who have had an encounter with the Lord Jesus, and you are alive in your relationship with him, or you want to be. And I want to think of you as a disciple rather than as a Christian. It is my conviction that the exercise of the Christian is best carried out when somebody else labels you Christian. I'm not talking about a a national movement. I'm talking about a simple local movement that you can take off with, where you will declare that Jesus Christ is my Savior and my Lord, and that my movements are dictated by the Word of God and by the counsel of the Holy Spirit who works from within me. So with those thoughts in mind, do join me in prayer now. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for the people, the young people in particular, who just happened to hit upon this broadcast. Lord, I'm praying for young people who may be gang members, young people who may be prostitutes, young people who may be pimps, young people who are in prison, young people who are planning terrible criminal activities today, but people who are sensitive to the voice of God, as sensitive as the people who are religious, but afraid to trust. My prayer is for them today. Lord, I don't know who that young man is or that young woman is to whom this message is particularly relevant, but I'm praying for him and I'm praying for her. And they are praying with me that you will open their eyes, enlighten their path, convict them of the wrong of their way, and Lord, assure them that you love them. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
Lord, thank you for hearing our prayer today. And Lord, I thank you for that young man, that young woman who's going to call in or write in and say, thank God, I am now a believer in Jesus Christ. I have been rescued from the tragedy into which my life was heading. Lord, I pray for that quiet, unheard from young woman, that semi-reclusive young man. People, Lord, who need you. People who seem to be pushed off the main highway, at least in their minds there are. Oh God, give a number of us who are older, who still face our challenges. Give us the simplicity and the love of God to embrace one of these young people today and to help them to become witnesses, proclaimers, propagators of the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. We pray this with gratitude in our hearts to you, our God. Amen. So, if you don't know where to find a good gospel track, please contact me at audleymclean at aol.com. That's A-U-D-L-E-Y-M-C-L-E-A-N at aol.com. Somebody says you're giving out your personal information. You're going to be swarmed with junk. It's a risk I'm prepared to take because I'm very sincere and committed to the proclamation of the gospel of Christ. Or you might go to our website at Harvest International and offer of clarification of faith. There you'll find an offer, a booklet that will help you to share your faith. In the Bible, there are many instances of people who came to faith in Jesus Christ and then were willing to share that good news. I am inviting you to become one of them. The Lord Jesus has commissioned us to do that in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 15, verse 16 and 15 and 16, you read these words. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel of the, to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. I consider that a serious responsibility, standing between the living and the dead and proclaiming a living Christ to dying boys and dying girls. Don't you want to join? And somebody who says, I don't have a gospel tract, may I suggest to you, some of you can do this at least, write down, write down your own testimony. Share it on Facebook. Print it out, hand it to people. Tell them what Jesus means to you. There's a man in the New Testament who did that. He finds his brother and introduces him to Jesus Christ. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard that John heard what John had to say and who had followed Jesus. The first thing, the first thing, the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and he brought him to Jesus. 
My friend, it is still possible to do what Peter did, what Andrew did, brought Peter to Jesus. It may be a brother right in your own household, or it may be a cousin, or it may be a good friend. And he brought him to Jesus. Oh, how many young women today know Jesus, but you are afraid. Take the courage. Ask God to give you the courage to share the good news. Paul says, My heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Peter says, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sin. Show hospitality to one another without grudging. These are means and ways by which you can attract people to the Lord Jesus. Paul, writing to Timothy, says, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. Friend, I'm inviting you to come into the divine enterprise of soul winning with Jesus Christ. Be a propagator of the good news that God was in Jesus Christ reconciling teenagers unto himself, reconciling adolescents unto themselves. I'm after you in the name of the Lord today. May the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit fill you and commission you. Amen. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida, 34478. Amen.